Pulp MX Network production. It's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show on PulpMX.com. Presented by Scott Motorsports, Rocky Mountain MC, and Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Week off last week, but uh, this week, Unadilla, three rounds left in this thing. And uh, we're here to try to help you win at fantasy, whether it's uh, weekly prizes or uh, the whole damn shooting match on motocrossfantasy.com. It's a four rider league, and you can't pick the same four riders two weeks in a row. It's got a lot of strategy, it's got handicaps. I'm sure if you're listening to this at this point in the season, you know all this, but if you're just tuning in, Play it next year, uh, Supercross, Motocross, and uh, and everything else, and there'll be some exciting news coming for the fantasy world uh, down the road a little bit. So we're uh, we're gonna do this and uh, talk about our 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 races at Washugal and how they went, and uh, and then we will touch on Unadilla. Uh, Cooper, Justin Cooper is coming in, so we'll see what his handicap is and whether he will be worth picking, and uh, maybe a few other guys that I'm missing. But first up, Nfab. Uh, proud sponsor of the JGR Suzuki Guys Jeep, Truck, and SUV Parts. Proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Lifetime warranty on craftsmanship uh, for these guys. Whether it's a steps, light mounting solutions, bumpers, or whatever it is from NFAB, they've got you covered. And thanks to the folks at ProTaper as well for coming on. Check out the whole micro line of bars and grips. If you've got a little one, uh, the KJSC people use these in Supercross. And uh, if you've got tiny hands, please check out the uh, bar and grip for the micro, li- micro line at ProTaper.com. They continue to push the limits and reinvent the way w- that you all experience riding the motorcycles. As well, ProTaper sponsoring Geico Honda, the Rockstar Energy Husky team, and JGR Suzuki over here. Pro Taper uh, brand is uh, widely known and uh, very well made. Also, too, thanks to Scott Sports. The Prospect Goggle is out, and people are loving it, and the Monster Energy Pro Circuit team run that, as well as the Rocky Mountain ATV KTM team. Uh, JGR is also a Scott team for bicycles as well as goggles and everything. And uh, the great Trey Kennard, who just hung it up, was a very, very uh, popular Scott athlete throughout the years. And Clement Desell as well in Europe. Scott-Sports.com. Also, the Rocky Mountain guys, they have a game in Supercross that's uh, real easy to play and takes no time at all. And they got terrific prizes. They give away trucks and bikes and uh, A-Stars and Dunlops and DC and, and everything. And uh, it's all powered by Rocky Mountain ATV EMC, the premier source for power sports gear, parts, and accessories. Head to rmfantasysx.com to sign up today for next year. Uh, do that. And uh, we thank those guys as well. And, of course, we thank the folks at NFAB. With me on the line from Fly Racing, fantasy expert Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Uh, you're taking some liberties with the uh, the expert thing. Yep. Um, but that's all right. Yeah, I've uh, been doing it a long time anyway. Well, if, it's, if it's an expert by experience, then sure. What I'm, what I'm not taking uh, liberties with is the fact that your truck is totally NFAB'd out. Uh, no. You know what? Uh, Thomas from NFAB took some liberties with it. I actually just said, here you go. Here's my truck. Do your worst. And it came out awesome. So yeah. I'm uh, pretty, huh. pretty pumped on it. Awesome. Good to hear. Yeah. A lot of trust I gave in him because I just basically bought a new truck and said, here you go. Right. Right. Yeah, I like it. Um, I'm still waiting for the Ridgeline. No, you don't. You know you don't. You know you don't. That's okay because you drive a Ridgeline, so I know you don't like it, but that's okay. Yeah, I wouldn't jack my truck up and put a bunch of uh, things that make it harder to get myself into my, my vehicle. Right. That's right. That's right. what I'm saying. You don't like it. But uh, I'm waiting for Ridgeline parts. I'm sure they're coming. I'm sure they're, they're rocking. The assembly is uh, well, well well on the way. If NFAB ever uh, you know delves into the car industry, I'm sure they'll, uh, they'll jump right on your, car, your Ridgeline. Car and driver called it a truck, and they're the foremost authority in, uh, in cars. Car and, and driver. Car and driver. 
Also on the line from Pro Taper, another fantasy expert, just off of Loretta Lynn's. I'm surprised that the anger on a Wednesday is still not there. Paul Parabinos, what's up, Paul? Uh, Hey, Steve, you had to say the word Loretta Lynn's. I almost hung up. Um, You... Yeah, you, you, you tweeted the other day that as the time was getting further away from the race, you were getting not more at ease with your results, but angrier at your results. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just, I actually just saw a photo that you put up of JT on Twitter of uh-huh. him with the gas card. And I have such a similar photo of me holding a whole shot check after getting <laughs> seventh in a first moto. It's, it literally is identical. So right. me and JT have hold the same rate. Like, Hey, come up on the podium. We got a prize for you. And neither one of you are like, are like, I do not yeah. want that. I do not want I what want you the have. Light fire. <laughs> All right, Paul, what's the new with pro taper? How's everything going? Um, we're doing good. Um, I got some catching up to do from being out of the office, but um, got a lot going on. Um, there's always kind of financial stuff happening kind of mm-hmm. each month, but um, we're getting closer to uh, a new, our new kind of products coming into stock. So I got some cool samples and stuff I'm looking at today. So um, yeah, we all we, we always stuff on the go, but um, it's kind of a uh, more exciting this week than it's been. Great company. I got a bunch of it on my project bike. Uh, love the stuff. Always fits well. Looks good and everything else. So. Um, um, protaper.com everybody uh, alright let's get going so I've, I've been unable to duplicate my results from Southwick my 699 points um, but uh, Washugo didn't go too bad for me I don't think um, I guess first up JT how'd it go for you it went alright you know what I, uh, I scored 559 points which uh, you know is not terrible if you look at it in a, in a vacuum which I know you love to do mm-hmm. um I had some some struggles. Some guys uh, didn't do what I thought they would. It wasn't terrible though. I had um, some miscues that we'll get into. But the the crappy thing was with 559 points, I actually moved backwards in the standings. So that just shows you what the uh, the level at the top is right now. Yeah, I had uh, just shy of 400, 196 to 195. Um, so yeah, not as good. Um, well, who'd you pick, JT? Who came through for you? So on my 250 team. Um, I had a McCoy and I'm still not sure. I think it's bro, but it could be rough. Um, I'm still not, he's from this area. Um, but I picked him several times this year. And the main thing I like about him is he doesn't quit. Uh, he just keeps going. He's like a slow burning diesel, except for he's not like Ryan Dungey diesel. He doesn't Mm -hmm. win, but, um, he was all right. He, uh, let me pull up his, uh, points total here. I think it's rough. I don't know why. It, it, yeah, it could be. Okay. It could be. He uh, he got me 58 points. It wasn't the best day ever, but, you know, solid finishes. Um, he's, his biggest problem is he started last every time. Like, he was so far back mm-hmm. each moto that kind of killed him because he, he kind of moves forward the whole time. So if he would have started 25th, he probably would have got max points. But when he started 35th, it just makes your life a lot tougher. Uh, so it was okay there. Uh, Shane McElrath was decent in other, he was exactly the same 58 points. I, I honestly expected more. Um, he went 11, eight. I thought he would be better than that. He was on the podium in a moto at Millville the weekend before. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping for something like a, even a five, six, something like five, eight. I mean, that's, that's going to get you a lot of points. You're going to be in that 70 point range. Um, but whatever, 58, it is what it is. Uh, who else did I have here? I had 
Ben Evans, mm-hmm. uh, which was a big point of conversation in our group text. Uh, we have a group text for the industry idiots. A lot of people texted me because he lives right down the street from me. And just because he lives here doesn't mean I see him. He works a full-time job. I know he races local stuff, but I wasn't sure. I went back and forth. I'm like, I don't know. 35 minutes is a long time. He, he hasn't raced 35-minute motos, and I couldn't tell you how long. Um, but he did great. He, um, he was, let's see, what number pick was he overall? Uh, I want to say he was second maybe i don't i don't know my sheet got cut off here uh, he's uh third. no he was third uh, third, yeah. third sorry i found it 94 points so great pick there i got lucky some people were pissed off at me that i didn't give them better advice but i, I can yeah. give you with, with <laughs> a perfect conscience pissed off. Paul and well, Dan. perfect conscience i can tell you that i didn't know i gave everybody the information i had which is that he races locally and that's about all i had so i and, picked it got lucky. disagree and karma will hit at unadilla mm, wow Dan and uh, I can tell you, I'll swear on my mother's grave that I gave you everybody every bit of information that I have. Cindy so died. If, well, if Cindy people is don't want to choose to believe that. that that's fine. Statement. But Cindy that's died. Cindy didn't. When was die? the last time I was at a local Idaho race? Anybody want to answer that Wait, for me? Your mom is not in the ground. Yeah, Cindy's okay, right? Yeah, no, that, that means like race. you know, Cindy's one day, whenever, that. whatever. Okay. Anyway. Uh, my last choice was Bradley Taft, and he got 80 points. And he's been a he's been a tough one for a lot of people this year. I've been burned by him uh, before this year already, um, but he came through. I, I mean, 80 points is a pretty solid day when you when you've got a guy that's been as volatile as Taft has been. Um, yes, I would agree. Um, all right, I went 250s. I went Taft as well. Uh, I don't have the sheets in front of me. Did he qualify well? I don't know why I went with him. He's been very, very sketchy uh, outside of really one race. But for some reason, I felt like Taft was going to do something. His handicap was 11. And uh, so I went Bradley Taft also 14-14, 80 points. That that was the best part of my day. Uh, second guy I went with was Colt Nichols. He did qualify very well, I, I believe. So I went with Colt Nichols. I figured the Washougal track would be, you know, not an East Coast track and more up his style and Ala Marty Davalo is always doing well um, at Washougal when he was sort of better at Supercross. And I don't know, just felt like Colt Nichols could do something. And 64 points ain't the end of the world. Uh, I'll take that. Uh, my next guy, a Washougal specialist. However, his bike did not start on the line for the first moto. You guys know who I'm talking about? I think I might know. Thanks, yep. thanks Kyle Cunningham. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks, uh, JGR. Thank you, everybody. So with 40th gate pick, he got a decent start, and he got 11th, and he was an 8th handicap. Uh, if he had just done that again, he would have gave me 80 points, and he would have been great. Cunningham is always normally pretty good at Washougal. Uh, my last guy, and I don't know why I did this, but I remember last year, he paid off for me a few times. So I went back to the well, and it was looking so good. Stank dog. Stank was 21st. What? Halfway through the moto, three-quarters way through the moto, probably three-quarters of the way through. He was 21st, and he was a 20 handicap, and it was looking so good. And then I guess did his motor mounts break or his crank broke or I don't even know. And that was it. He didn't even ride the next moto. 11 points for Stank Dog. Thanks for nothing, Stank Dog. That's what you get when you ride two strokes, everybody. Unreliable two strokes. Um, top pick of the day was Austin Root and Dylan Summerlin. Neither of guy I have any clue about at all. And then Ben Evans, Chris Howell. Chris Howell was somebody I looked at. He's from that area. He's good at Washougal, but he seems rather sketchy. And so I just bailed on Chris Howell. I didn't know anything about his program or anything else. Uh, Another guy I looked at was Aldridge, and thank God I didn't pick Aldridge um, as well. 
Um, he was somebody else that I looked at, and I'm like, he can't keep it together. There's no way, even though he's a Pack Northwest guy. Um, so that was my 250 class. Um, Paul, what, what about you? Yeah, I did. Um, I did decent considering um, I was uh, in some weird town in Tennessee with not much service, but <laughs> I scored 560 total. Mm-hmm. Um, I had uh, a lot of similar picks like you, and believe I had Stank- Stanky too, and I had him because you picked him. Um, well, not totally because you picked him. Well, he qualified well. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, he's on a he's a twenty to quit, and he's a twenty. Yeah, yeah he's a yep. twenty. Doesn't seem to quit. He's been racing arena cross. I didn't know much more. I think he was didn't JT didn't he get like fourth or something at the uh, PIR race or? Yeah, and the only reason I uh, didn't pick him was because his main sponsor told me he hasn't been riding at all since arena cross. So. Yeah, he yeah, got well, he yeah, separated so, his shoulder. He separated his shoulder. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. But when you guys picked him, I was like, oh, this is going to hurt if he does really well. And then he was running 21st for you know until yeah. his bike blew up. And then I was cursing him as he went by every time. But then uh, things went yeah. sideways. I, d- I didn't know any of that info. So and um, I I I think Steve is good at finding a, a, a diamond in the rough every once in a while. So I was like, I know the rest of teams, the rest of Steve's team isn't going to be very good. But I'm going to take this one and hopefully it's the one that pays off. Well, it wasn't. So he only got 11 points. That yeah. was kind of the uh, the low point. But the rest of my guys were pretty good. I was happy with. Um, you mentioned Chris Hal earlier. Yep. Uh, I had him on my team until a few minutes beforehand, and I just, you know, I was talking with Dan, and and, and I didn't know enough about him. Like, he hasn't raced in Supercross, and I was like, maybe he just pulls off. I don't know. Yeah. Had him on my team, but I wimped out, and I went with Shane McElrath instead. So McElrath got 58 points. Mm. Hal got 90, so I gave up some there. Um, but my other two picks were good. They were Bradley Taft. Um, he got 80, as you guys spoke about. And then I did take Austin Root. Um, I don't why? know why. Yeah. I, why? I, I don't know why. <laughs> I didn't have any I didn't have any info. He qualified well. Uh-huh. Um, I've seen he's been racing a bit. Um, the tracks that he has been racing at, he's either pulled off or not done well. But Washougal is pretty easy, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Like, yep. It's not that hot. It's not that rough. And he was in the hunt at Millville running in the top 20. So I was like, oh, maybe – Maybe Washougal, he finishes the motos, and, and, yeah, I got lucky. He finished the motos. Yeah. He got 100 points. And come to find out later on, he had, like, a new bike and a new team. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. But I wow. picked him. So nice work on that. Yeah, I would have never – I saw Root's name. I'm like, I don't know. Forget it. I'm out. But um, and Dylan Summerlin, I know nothing about either in 2018 for him for 100 points. Um, so good job by those guys. I, uh, I, I guess it could have been worse for me because I had Mark Worth on my team real late. And uh, he qualified okay, and then uh, he was an 11, and I'm like, that's not a good enough handicap for me. So uh, I bailed on Mark Worth uh, pretty quick. Um, and McElrath, I had him at Millville, and he kind of did the same thing at, at Washougal. They did, did to, one good, one bad um, for for me uh, at Millville, and same for you guys at, at Washougal. So, all right, fourth. Millville, he got a third in the second round. Yeah, it was second. great. Yeah, other than that, though, it was sketchy. Uh, all right, so 450s from Washuga before we talk about Unadilla and Fab Racer X Fantasy Moto Podcast. Scott Sports, Pro Taper, and the Rocky Mountain guys are all on board with us. And so 450s for Washuga. I was freaking out over Fast Freddy Norn uh, at Washuga before the show, and uh, I picked him, and there was no way. I even picked him and then broke my, my, uh, my mouse, so there was no way I could not pick him. And he would have killed it, uh, but he broke a front wheel and crashed or crashed because of the broken front wheel. I don't know. And uh, 20th in the first moto, but he was uh, ninth forever. He would have went 9-7. He would have got a ton of points. Freddie's always good at Washougal. I don't know if you guys had him. We'll get to that. But I had Freddie Norn, 40 points. 
Freddie tries hard, and uh, I can't get mad at him, but I'm still mad at him. Um, I did pick Pike. Pike is always good at Washougal, as you two guys also know. So I went with Pike. He was a three, and I'm like, oh, yeah, give me that all day. Paid off with a 72. Dylan Marion was number one. Tommy Week was number two, and I know you guys pick Week, or at least, JT, I know you did. I just didn't know enough. Oh, no, I had a tip, JT, about Week that proved to be mm-hmm. 100% wrong. Uh, so thanks to that guy for coming by the tent and talking to me about Tommy Week and leading me astray. I know he, he he runs the place and he rides the place all the time, and I just did, this guy scared me. Tommy Week got 100 points, everybody. Um, so I had Pike. I had um, uh, Freddie Norn. I had Austin Koba, who I knew had got some new suspension. I knew he had been riding. Uh, I figured that he would, you know, he was a 20. He doesn't quit either. JT knows that. So I went with Austin Koba, 52 points. So it was just kind of a eh kind of day. And then I went with Morgan Berger, who uh, also was one of those guys, hard-charging guys. He was another 20, and uh, uh, he didn't let me. He let me down 30, 31, 32 points only. I guess Koba only got 52, but still uh, not a great day for me. And um, thanks to that guy that t- for telling me Tommy Weeks uh, had no clutch, didn't know what he was doing, his bike was blown up. I don't know. Thanks, thanks to that guy. It's great. Uh, JT, who'd you have? Uh, so you covered Tommy week. I had Tommy week. Uh, we were arguing about this right before the start of the first moto. Um, you were telling me what your hot tip was. And I was telling you that no, 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 no. I was with his sponsor and he basically skipped two huge money races to prepare for this race. So, um, yeah, I mean, whatever it, it, we both had info. One was, you know, more accurate than the other, but uh, I'm glad I ended up going with week. He got the hundred points. Uh, my other picks were Austin Koba. You touched on that a bit. Austin would have done really well. He crashed. Um, the second moto, he should have gotten max points, but he crashed early. Um, he said he just got a pretty decent start and freaked out trying to trying to go too fast. And uh, But the good side of picking a guy like him is, as you said, he doesn't quit. It would have been very easy for him when he was in 34th to just pack it in. Uh, but he kept going and got back to 29th, and, and uh, he got double points. So. That's the upside of picking guys like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had uh, Brandon Leith, who I've picked several times this year uh, in the 250 class. Um, the 450, he did okay. He he had a big crash um, in the first moto that kind of ruined his day. Um, he would have, you know, instead of the 41 points he put up, he would have been more like 71. Um, but that's how it goes, whatever. Um, but, yeah, 41 points, which should have been a really, really strong day. So that hurt me pretty badly in my overall score. Ronnie Stewart was my last pick, and I was iffy on Ronnie Stewart because if you guys, any of you that have picked Ronnie Stewart, he's really hard to predict uh, what he's going to do. You just might as well just, you know, um, it's it's like picking the lottery, honestly. I've seen him get max points. I've seen him get 100 points on days, and I've seen him get zero, like DNF, DNF. And there's really no rhyme or reason to it. There's nothing to attribute it to. It's just how his day goes. Uh, luckily he had a pretty solid day. He got me 76 points. Um, and like I said, that was probably my scariest pick. And that was with pulling Alex Ray at 1258 local time, which was, uh, Steve Mathis. Thanks to Steve Mathis. I, it only cost me, it only gained me six points, but Steve basically told me that Alex Ray was super iffy on the day and, uh, that he, I should change him immediately. He, so I ran out of the truck to do that. He told me I got one moto for sure. That's his quote. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, and Steve, you can back me up. I literally sprinted out of the truck in a panic yes. to get this change at the last second. Yes, um, but did. whatever, six points. I'll take six points. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. He, he, but Alex Ray was 70, even with the only. So he was, he was a good pick, um, even with that. I only got one moto in, in me. Um, Paul, who'd you have? 
Uh, I had all I had guys that we've already all talked about. So like JT said, I I went with Brandon Leaf. Um, he said he had a crash. I didn't know that, but he only got 41 points. So he was my worst guy. But I picked him at Hangtown Tuvity class, and he's done well. So I went with him again. Um, I took Alex Ray uh, for 70. I knew about the the dress bet. Mm-hmm. So I figured that would be motivation for anybody. I had no idea about the rest of the shit show that I learned about afterwards. Moser, Moser working for him and everything. Yeah, that's a drunk apparently, and 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 he has no <laughs> gas can and loose axle bolts and all kinds of stuff. But hey, uh, didn't know any of that, so I picked him. He got seventy points. He's okay in my book. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then my other two guys were Dylan Merriam and Tommy Week. So wow, nice. They are they are um, they are my favorite people. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, at some point, I, I looked at the Alex Ray's bike and his pinch bolt for his uh, steering stem nut was missing, and I'm like, I know some guys take that stuff off for flex, you know, and because the nuts the nuts tight, and I'm like, is is that supposed to be missing? And and they're both like, oh no, no. And they wheel the bike back away, back to the truck to get another bolt. So um, that was the kind of stuff that, that we're, you're dealing with with those guys. Um, all right, so this is the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show, n-fab.com. Thanks to those guys as well. And uh, Scott Sports, Pro Taper, and the Rocky Mountain Dudes as well um, for coming on. So let's go to Unadilla. Um, we'll make our picks now. Uh, let's go 450s first for Unadilla. I have not looked at these these uh, these picks. Uh, is Anderson racing? He's in minus two, so I don't think you'd pick him. With based on him missing some races, but do we know is Anderson racing? I don't know. Okay, he has a pro taper. I've heard that he is. I feel like we would have heard that by now, but um, yeah. I just we just learned that Cooper Webb is racing. So yeah, we'll fi- I think we'll find out you know before Saturday. So just as in practice, just like practice time, just everybody keep up with this stuff. That's going to be your best strategy. Yeah, uh, I look at Phil Nicoletti. He's coming back from injury. He's a four. Um, he was very upset at me when I said he would do like sixteen fourteen. But I'm going to change that because some guys missing. But um, but honestly, I was probably I, I probably just did that to piss him off. But a four is a good pick. He should be. I mean, if you look at Fast Freddie, Norn has been creeping nine, ten, eleven. Fre- uh, Phil's better than Freddie, especially Unadilla. Although it is his first race since February. How do we feel about Phil Nicoletti, Paul? I don't know. Um... I mean, I I think Phil is definitely a top ten guy, but it's all those uh, all those items that you just that you just spoke about. I mean, he's coming off a really nasty injury, um, hasn't raced in a long time. I don't think four is super great, but no. the field is pretty depleted. Um, I would have to look and see where he's at after practice. That would help tell me. But right here on a Wednesday, given the adversity he has right now, um, I would probably wait. And see if I can cash in more on a at Bud's Creek. I mean, That's Henry Miller's a five, and Henry's been you know consistently killing it. Phil at first race back should probably be a six, don't you think, JT? That's four's a little low. Yeah, I worry about the second moto though because mm-hmm. those second motos are tough in your first race back, and he could easily drop from a, an eleventh, which is going to give you twenty eight points, to a fifteen or sixteen, and then you're screwed. Right. Right. Um, Bogle's a four. Bloss is an eight. I'm not sold on Benny, but maybe the week off will help a little bit, you know, uh, a little bit faster, a little bit more recovery. Um, what, was Bo- what was Bogle last week or at Washougal? Uh, I'm not sure. A five. Okay. I was. I thought he was a two, and I was like, how is he gone? How did he go? Yeah. I'm waiting yeah, for Bogle, too. Okay. Sorry. Bichelia is, man, he's had two tenth-place finishes and two DNFs. Uh, well, actually, maybe he didn't DNF in Washougal, but he got 32nd or something. I don't know if he actually ended up pulling off. Maybe he did. I, I don't know. But 
Bichelle had a six. If he goes 10-10, um, which he's shown, that's a great pick. But can he hold it together? Yeah. You know? Can you do two motos? Yeah, that's what I mean. I think yeah. I like that. I, I'll go with Bichelia with the week off getting a little better. So I'll go with Bichelia. He's racing Supercross right now. So yeah, there's there a lot go. of prep in there. A lot of prep. Those are long motos. JT, at very- what do you uh, what do you think about Benny Bloss at an eight? At this, uh, I think it's a good pick. He's uh, yeah, he would have been way better at Washougal if he didn't wasn't laying on the ground in the first turn. He rode well to get okay. the 17th from dead, 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 dead last. Yep. Yeah, I think he could be a good one at Unadilla. Well, remember last year. Oh, yeah, I mean, you yeah, in second for 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. What do you get? Fifth overall, I think, last year? Yeah, maybe even better than that. Yeah. Um, I like I like Bichelia. Uh, I think that's pretty good. Well, there does seem to be. Paul, there's nobody who's going to kill it, right? There's no obvious picks for Dilla. Well, I mean, here on a Wednesday, I don't think there ever is the obvious picks on a Wednesday, but um, when the list gets updated from the entry list on a Saturday and you look at practice times, there might be that guy. But looking here on a Wednesday to try to help everybody, I, I can't think of anybody. JT, is there a privateer that shows up at Unadilla each year that we don't know about that's not on this list yet? Um, not really. The only thing you can look for is guys like Ryan Dowd and some of the Southwick locals. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they have the same value because – just because they go there doesn't mean they ride it as well or as often as they would Southwick. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, give me – I'll t- tell you who I like. Not that it matters. I was outside of my 699 week. I consistently finish lower than you guys. However, I would go with Phil on a four. Uh, Bichelia at a six for sure. Bloss at an eight. You sold me. The last pick, uh, I like Craig at a one. Or Henry Miller at a five. Um, cut that tie for me, JT. What would you go with? Man, I don't know. Um, <laughs> or what about Ronnie Stewart? Uh, you can't pick him, but he's a 20. Yeah, it's his home track. I, would, I like going big with some of these guys. The field is so beat down. Yep. Um, I almost ate my words because with Bogle at a five, I got very lucky that he had some sort of allergic reaction and lost like four spots in the last few laps. Um, but I don't know. I think going with guys like that, like what the hell's going on with Heath Harrison? I thought he would be better. Like he's a 16. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're going back to the, you know, the East coast, you're going to get guys like Cody cam, maybe back in there. Uh, Van Martin had a horrible day at Washougal. He could be a, a pick. I would much rather go with those, those big number guys versus, um, versus like Norn at a five or something like that. Right. Or Henry Miller at a five or, yep. um, yep. what about, uh, Ronnie Stewart at a 20. Again, you can't pick I, him. But... I would pick Ronnie Stewart if I could. Yeah, yeah if I you would. could. Paul, Ronnie yeah. Stewart at 20? Um, yeah, I think this is one of the better ones to pick him at. So, yeah, I, I'll, I'll definitely look him at him, especially especially that he's a 20. So, um, you guys talked about Bloss at 8. I like that. Yeah. Um, I will be looking at uh, Van Martin, I think, which what JT said, because he had a bad weekend, and, and I think he's done good at Unidale in the past, and he doesn't pull off, and Unidale is a pretty difficult track. It could be hot. I haven't looked at weather, but... Um, yeah, it's tough to say on a on a Wednesday. I'm not looking at practice, not with the list updated. So, and there's, there's more guys out now. Barsha's out, I would believe. Um, uh, no, is there anybody else no. out that I'm missing? Or Barsha's racing, according to the JGR. Oh wow, that's cool. Um, so he should be racing. Um, what would Phil have to do for you guys to pick him? Like, would, would practice times even matter? Because uh, he is going to get tired. He is going to, you know, nothing's like racing. So, 
I mean, I, I probably won't because I'm too scared. That's a great track for him. Yep. Normally, no yep. problem. But I get really worried about guys with a low handicap of their first race back. Right. Yep, I agree. Yeah, it's a little scary, right? Um, all right, 250s for Unadilla on the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Motopod. Justin Cooper is a six. Paul, you were just at the ranch. I don't know if you got to see him. What do you think? Yeah, um, I think he's really good. Um, I don't know that he's going to come in explosive and exciting like maybe some rookies have, but I think he's going to make a steady climb, and he's uh, he's going to be very consistent. So um, he's from New York, but I doubt he's probably ever even ridden the, the main track. Yeah. Um, a six is a touch low for me, I think. That class isn't, isn't as just depleted, and no. I don't think he's the type of guy that's going to hold shot and lead laps. Uh, I think he's going to start in the middle and kind of finish in the middle, but um, I do think he'll handle the distance. I think he could be pretty consistent, but I don't know about a six. I mean, my kind of thoughts are he goes like 12-12, but I do think he's going to get – I think he's going to become pretty good over time. He rides a 450 well, which means he's not a over-rever type guy, which I think um, looms large when you go to the, the pro ranks. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so I don't know if I can pick him at a six. He would have to be very – much more impressive in practice. He would have to be kind of like mm-hmm. six, seven, eight times in practice. I think if I pick him at six, because right now I'm not, I'm not picking him. The one thing though, Paul, is these guys for the first race always come out and do something. They get a whole shot. You know, Chase Sexton is actually. I wrote about this. Chase Sexton is one of those kids that hasn't really shown any flash. He's been good. He's been steady. Nothing wrong with him. Don't get me wrong. But normally these kids come out of the ranch or their first pro race and they pull a whole shot. Or they Zach Bell or Bogle yeah. or any of these dudes, J-Mart. Um, their first race is always like adrenaline, you know, Sean Cantrell, Moseman, Moseman for earlier examples. So, Yeah, but, but the guys that you mentioned, when, when you talk about Chase Sexton, he's never been a good starter his entire, his entire life. Okay. So nothing, nothing surprising me there. When you talk about... Cantrell, he's always been a good starter. He's always run up front. Mosman has never seen the front of a race this year. He's always been a guy that starts in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you, it, I think it's tailored to what these rookies are like, and I don't think Justin Cooper is going to get a whole shot and lead a race, but I do think he's a better starter than, say, what Mosman always was or what Cantrell always was. Right. I'm, not, I'm sorry, not Cantrell. Um, uh, Sexton. Sexton. Yep. So I think he's... I think a good day for him would be two motos inside the top 10, but I think he'll be probably around 12-12 is my guess. JT, so you, do you agree with Paul? Do you like that six or not? Uh, I, I do based on what I saw at Loretta's, um, but I think there are going to be better picks. Okay. Uh, I, I just think his starts weren't that impressive. His, his riding was great, but you know if he starts 15th, it's not like he's going to get eighth. You know, and and you're wanting those 40 point motos are better out of these guys. Uh, you look at a guy like J Mart; he went six nine at Washoe. You know that that speaks to how tough the class is. Uh, Plessinger went one eight or one nine. Uh, either way, I forget yeah. which one it was. No, but either nine. way, that just shows you there's depth in that class. Yep. So if you have a guy that's not known for getting great starts, I don't see him getting that flash performance. We're going to get 50 points out of a moto from him. So not not stay away is the recommendation. I'm not going to say stay away, but I, w- I definitely wouldn't. I, he would be like my iffy guy, like my third or fourth pick. If you just can't come up with anything, then go with it. But he's he's not a lock by any means. Okay. Um, McAdoo back? Anybody know? Uh, I don't know, but he will not be on my team either way. <laughs> he's a 13, JT. Don't care. Okay. All right. Um, Justin Hill, anyone? 
or just forget yeah. that, right? Yeah, I don't even yeah, know that he'll be there. How many people did he if, burn if at Washougal? Guitar Hero, I'm in. How many people did he burn at Washougal? Like, I was never picking him. No, yeah. I, there was no way. But I bet you a lot of people did. Home track and everything. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I sure. saw posts on Vital. I saw, you know, emails that lots yeah. of people picked him. Yeah. Um, Forkner is back, I would think, but not uh, with a with a concussion issue and being a negative two. I'm not going anywhere near that, right? Um, I, don't, I don't think he's back. No. Okay. I don't know. I figured he would be, but. Um, all right. Um, so JT, you said there would be better picks. Who do you like? Um, you know, there usually are, you know, you get, um, some of these guys that maybe they're not at the forefront of your mind, but you start looking at practice, you start looking at times, um, a guy like Gustavo de Souza, he wasn't at Washugo, but I'm assuming he'll be back. He was at all the East coast rounds. Um, you know, he's a 16, he's pretty in shape. Um, you know, uh, trying John Ames, he had a terrible day at Washugo, but he's paid off at times. He's an 18, um, even Cantrell, like he's a six, you know, if you want to talk about a guy that's got a little more experience than Cooper, I mean, he's, you know, 12th overall, he's proven that he can do it. Mm-hmm. He gets great starts. He kind of knows the drill. So he's even a guy that you could look at picking over Cooper, um, to, to fill that spot. Then you have guys that are really iffy, like Josiah Hempen, um, yep. Bradley Leonette. Uh, but these are all guys that you have to you have to take a look at. You have to see how their day is going, how they're riding, you know, um, and and make smart decisions on. What I what I really um, haven't figured out how to do yet, and I'm still trying to I'm still trying to work on my strategy of how to do it. Are guys like Jmart and Plessinger and these negative numbers because they have paid off. If you go back to a race like Colorado, they were all the best picks. Cincerillo, yeah, Savacci, all those guys were negative handicaps, and they were the best picks. So I haven't really figured out my own strategy of how to use those, but at some point, again, they're going to work out. Um, a guy like Renslin at a five, he's been solid lately, and this is, uh, you know, he's from Jersey, and this is a New York track, so you've got to think he's going to be in the mix. Uh, so I just think there are a multitude of options. Even Steinke, he's going all the way to Unadilla uh, for this race. He's a 20. We saw what he was doing at Washougal, uh, so you've got to take a look at him. Um, you know, so um, just going down the list, I think not to say Justin Cooper's not a good pick, but I think there are many, many options. Uh, by the way, we didn't talk about the other Cooper. Never mind, Justin Cooper. Cooper Webb is back. I didn't see what he was though. Uh, did you guys happen to see it? What, is he worth a pick? He is. One second. Um, he is a minus two. Okay, I I generally stay away from all those uh, minus guys. I just I've I've gotten them and they've paid off, but. It's just I don't know, right? Like it's a scary pick. So I'll yeah, go. I don't I don't know how to quite use it yet, <laughs> to be honest with right, you. Right, right. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, that's that's solid lo- solid logic, uh, JT for sure. Keep an eye on Stank Dog. He's a twenty again. I can't pick him obviously, and I'll be very bitter. But um, he he normally rides pretty well, and he you know rides just outside the top twenty on a two stroke. So, um, all right, Paul, who do you like? Do you like all those guys that JT talked about? Um, yeah, I mean, I always, I always agree. Um, but, uh, I, I think when you, when you talk about the minus twos and stuff, I, that the race JT talked about Colorado, I had a lot of those guys that weekend and I did really well. And this is a weekend, I think looking at it on a Wednesday before practice times, I think Plessinger, um, is definitely somebody I'm very interested in and will probably put on my team. Like if I had to pick one today, I'm putting on Cause I think it's a great track for him. He did win a race at Washougal. Um, uh, I mean, you're, you, 
it's not guaranteed he does anything or does both motos at Dilla, but I think it's a good track for him, and I think he could get a lot of points. I mean, I think he could easily be on the podium both times at a track like that. I think for a number of years now, he's been very fast there. Um, so I like him. Um, besides the other guys JT mentioned, I like D'Souza if he's going to be there. Um, some of the, I, I don't know if Ames is going, but he had an awful day at Washougal, like JT said, so he's an 18. That's somebody to look at. Um, I mean, looking at the list, Justin Cooper is becoming a little bit more uh, scuba, scuba Steve, he's an eight. Yeah, I've picked him a bunch too, and he's done well. Yep. Um, it's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to say. Uh, uh, it's hard to say. Um, let me ask you guys this: something that we didn't bring up that we should have was uh, in the 450 class. There will be a rider there that is a fantasy killer, but he has switched up his total program and even switched brands and everything. Jerry Robin. Oh, boy. Oh, God. <laughs> Jerry oh, boy. will be on a Honda, privateer Honda. Like, just no. There goes my sleep for this week. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? Oh, I just hope he doesn't get on the list. That's what I'm hoping I for. I like most. it. I like it. I'm going to pick him. We pick, and we know Kyle Bentley will pick Jerry Robin. Absolutely. He will He will hammer that thing. Um, I think he's off the Robin. I think he's out. Yeah, I think he's off that train. Oh, he is? Yep. Oh, what? Yeah, he wasn't happy with the Southwick performance. Said he can't oh, take it. no. <laughs> he was his number one fan. I got. I have to text him. I can't believe this. This is a shocker. Um, well, it's like that, you know, for for girls. They have that friend, and they're, they are dating the abusive boyfriend. He cheats on him. He beats him. And they just won't break up with him. And finally, you just have to cut that friend off. Because yeah. if they're going to be stupid, yep. you just got to cut them off. And I think that's where Carl Bentley was. Yeah. He wanted yeah. to cheer for Jerry Robbins so bad. Mm-hmm. But you just have to. Sometimes you just have to let him go. Let him, let him, let him, let him row. Let him go. Yep. Um, I was like that with Fernet at one point. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. We can't be friends anymore. Right. Um, speaking of which, I talked to him yesterday, so that's why it came to mind. Um, but so yeah, keep an eye on Jerry Robin, everybody. We'll see what kind of program he's got here. Out of a van on a Honda. So we'll see. Um, Plessinger's not a bad one. Minus two, Paul, but he has hauled ass at Unadilla before. So that is a like he could be top three all day long, um, at, at Dilla. So won't be. Won't what be is uh, what's Kyle Cunningham's track record at Unadilla? I don't know. I don't want to talk about Kyle Cunningham. It's very okay. very just. He was really good there in 2007. I was, know that was he. Yep. So ten years ago on the lights bike on the two vid, he was very 2008. good. 2008. <laughs> Excuse me. 2008. Oh, when he was privateering it a little bit. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. N-Fab.com, Pro Taper, Scott Sports, and uh, the Rocky Mountain ATV MC guys all on board with us. Jason Thomas, uh, Paul Parabinos. Anything else, boys? I think that's it. I had a very stress-free weekend last weekend without Mm -hmm. fantasy, and uh, as much as I love this, it adds a lot of stress. So I look Uh forward to another stress-filled Saturday. And, Paul, what were you saying? I said, may the fantasy gods be on your side. I'm picking Jerry. Does anybody, do, like, I know it's just us three, and I, I'm more posing this question to the listeners, but do you guys stress about this as much as I do? Like, my whole morning during practice, <laughs> all the way leading up to the drop of the first gate, I, I, I'm a mess. Like, I am an emotional wreck. <laughs> Not at all for me. Not at all for me. I make my picks. I look at the practice times. I make my picks. I try to get them within 10 minutes of studying, and then I am at – that is it. And oh, then, I'm the worst. And during the moto – I think Dan's up there. Yeah, I, Dan, I've seen – Yeah, I've seen you Dan. and Dan are high. I think I'm somewhere in the middle between Steve and you guys. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm sure there are people who, who are like that for sure. I mean, in fantasy football, I have the stat tracker open if I'm watching the games, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm into it that way. And enjoying I'm the really moto. Fantasy football. And during the moto, I, I watch my guys, you know, like I definitely was like, yeah, stank, 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 stank. And then I'm like, oh, stank. So I, you know, I pay attention to these guys, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not angry like Dan and, and JT. These, oh yeah, these people. Yeah. Fantasy football, I don't get as angry. Right. I, I'm definitely all in as far as entertainment value. Mm-hmm. But fantasy moto, I get super angry, like <laughs> really angry. <laughs> all right, everybody. And with that, let's end the show. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We'll be back next week to wrap, recap our Unadilla picks and talk about the Buds Creek picks going forward. Uh, Parabinos from Pro Taper and uh, Jason Thomas from Fly. Thanks, boys. See you.